Last week on episode 917 of the School of Podcasting, we talked about what we're going to do in 2024 and what we're not going to do. And let's just say social media did not get a lot of upvotes, but maybe we're not using it right. Maybe we need a tool. What if you had a tool for Instagram that let you know exactly who clicked on what so you could have a direct connection to them? Now, I know you might be going, Dave, I don't use Instagram. Well, maybe after hearing about this tool, you will. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new, I am so glad you are here. This is where I help you plan, launch, grow, and if you want to monetize your podcast, Today, we're kind of doing a grow slash engage session, talking about a tool. It's called Stampede Social. You can find it at stampede.social. And I can't remember where I met Jeff, to be honest with you. We just kind of always run around the same podcasting circles. And he's like, hey, do you use Instagram? And, and to be honest, I don't a whole lot. I kind of pop in and pop out of Instagram. But after hearing this tool, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Because I've talked about how I want to track everything with what's coming in and out of my website. And that's really what this tool lets you do. So with that, here's my talk with Jeff from stampede.social. Jeff Dwoskin, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always (laughs) nice to be around podcast royalty. (laughs) Right. And so, uh, in a nutshell, what the heck is a Stampede Social? Stampede Social is a Instagram platform for podcasters, creators in general, which we, us podcasters are. The key thing that it does is on Instagram, it helps deliver your podcast episodes to your fans via automated direct message. So you don't have to send them to link in bio. So they comment on the post and then they automatically get a a DM from you with a link to that episode. Awesome. So this, instead of me going, Hey, episode 16 is out. What's different with Stampede Social? So with Stampede Social, you could say comment below hashtag 16 or, you know, I like to like, you know, if my guest is from land of the lost, I go, you know, hashtag lost or something, you know, something like that. And so I say comment below hashtag 16 and I'll DM you a link to the episode. So they comment hashtag 16 and they would get a DM from you. Says thanks for using hashtag 16. Here's a link to the episode. Interesting. So now you get to see who's interested in your content. Exactly. Under the covers, what's happening with this is one if Dave, you like request one of my episodes, which I'm sure you would. Of course. The, uh, <laughs> I know the link that gets sent to you in that DM is a unique link sent to you. And so I know that Dave requested this link. And I know if you clicked on it, I know why you requested it, which post you requested it from. I know how many times you clicked on it. And then over time, if you extrapolate that over a year, I know how many times overall you've requested content from me or commented on my posts. So Stampede Social is 
kind of aggregating for you and helping you understand who your top fans are. And I know this is a stupid question, but it's what popped in my head. It's only one link, though. I can't send you multiple links because then we, we've muddied the water, correct? Yeah, it's meant to be like a transaction. Like you ask for one thing and here it is. You can then ask for something else and get a different link. So you can have concurrent things going on at a time. Post one could be episode 16. The one before it could be episode hashtag 15. I was thinking more Android versus iOS. So you could say, hey, this week we talked about how to do blah, 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 so that you can yada, yada, yada. If you want to check it out and follow the show, hashtag Android for those on Android and hashtag, you know, iOS for those on an iPhone. Is that something we could do? Yes, but an even simpler way is you could set up a, you know, the link that it goes to can be anywhere. So it could be a chartable link that you put there. You know, it's a smart link underneath it or a link that goes to a mini kind of page that has all the different variety of links that you can go to on it. Because that is the crazy thing, right? About, which by the way, everyone who has Canva, if you type in link in bio in Canva, it'll give you a little template and you can create your little template for a particular episode and then link to the Spotify version, the Apple, Good Pods, whatever your thing is. And then you can save that as a web page that you can then use in Stampede Social and direct them to that page. So you don't have to worry about uh, Apple, ver you know, Android versus iPhone, all that kind of stuff. You send them to like a mini focused page with just a few links on it where they can pick the platform of choice. There you go. Yeah, I use Switchy for that. It makes my smart pages and Switchy is a link tracker kind of tool. And that way you can see, okay, which app am I the most popular in? So what is some? I mean, that's, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. This is one of those tools that's almost like you're opening up a can of ingredients and it's just a matter of like, what do we want to make with this? So give us some other like examples of how people are using Stampede Social. Sure. Well, there's a, some other really cool features because it's meant to be in a uh, platform for you as uh, to help manage your engagement. So one of the things that it does when you log into the dashboard, it has your posts and reels there and you can click into them. And then we have some really cool AI tools that'll help you create responses to the comments that you're getting on the posts. And what's super cool about it is, is that it can also read the caption. So it's actually responding and creating a AI response in context to the caption. And then even cooler, you get to pick your tone and theme. So I'm like a witty comedian. You can be, you know, you can be a, you know, a, a smart teacher or whatever. Right? right. And so it'll build it in that way. It doesn't send it for you. You can then edit it and you have to click send or you can DM it to your, to your fan, but it helps when everyone's just commenting hashtag emoji or, you know, fire emoji or the little <laughs> hands, two hands thing. Right. <laughs> so it can help you get a little creative. So it's a really cool kind of AI tool there. Plus it has post level giveaways. It says, winner selection tools built into all the, the posts and the reels. Uh, and then some other cool AI reporting where you can, like I can put in SmartList and it'll go read SmartList's captions and give me a marketing analysis report on what they're up to and ways that I could position myself. You could look at other podcasts that maybe talk about podcasting, see what they're doing, what their tone is, what their mm -hmm. call to actions are, that kind of thing. So a little competitive analysis you can do. 
Yeah. But like, what's really cool is that you can go live on Instagram and Instagram live now, I think literally as of today, you can pop in the, whatever the RTMP or whatever it is. Right. Can, they gave you access. Everyone now has access to those. So you can go to uh StreamYard or whatever, and you can now from your desktop go into Instagram live. You don't have to do it through your phone anymore. Hey, this is Future Dave. For the record, almost every kind of streaming platform now can stream to Instagram. They've opened up their API, so it's not half as hard as we just described of getting a bunch of numbers and things like that. It's really easy now to stream to Instagram live on things like StreamYard, Ecamm, etc. Going live and connecting with your fans and using Stampede Social, so setting up episode app, hashtag 16, but you're talking about episode 16 live and people are all coming in. You're like, hey, comment below, hashtag 16. I'll send you the episode right now. And they're all doing that live because now, now it's like two amazing kind of touch points. Because really engaging with your fans is, and why all this is important is, right, is you want to have that extra connection with them. And so this kind of helps bridge the gap and get you one step closer to them. But Instagram Live is a great way to do it. I don't think enough people are really leveraging that, that, um, that tool enough. But now I think if it, when it connects to our favorite streaming programs, I think it's going to be, uh, even more of a no brainer. So one thing you said that caught my attention, I don't know why I, I always think these are fun. You mentioned giveaways. And so I know some people are always trying to grow their audience or do something. And it seems like a giveaway is a fun idea. So how does this work with stampede social? So with Stampede Social, you, there's two types of giveaways you can do. One is you're trying to get a mailing list going. And so in that sense, you might do a contest where, or a giveaway where you're saying, comment below something, and I'll send you a link to register. And on that registration form, there's a opt-in for the mailing list. So that's a great way to help build your mailing list other than just begging people to join your mailing list. So that's, that's a good way to do that. You know, invest $25 in an Amazon gift card that you're going to give away and then do that. The other popular thing on Instagram is post level giveaways where people are like, comment below, uh, tag a friend or, you know, use this, you know, whatever. And so the way Stampede Social works is it collects all the comments on the fly for every post and reel an Instagram live event. So if you collect 500 comments or a hundred comments, whatever it is, then you can use our, you go into our dashboard and you just say, all right, everyone can enter one time. I ask them to use a fire emoji and then hit generate winners list. And then it basically dedupes all your comments, randomizes them five times and then drops down a, a file that you can open in Excel or whatever program you use. And it's basically top down winners list. And what I mean by that is if there's a hundred comments left over, the first one is the winner. If that person told you to take a, a walk, a long walk on a short pier and they didn't qualify, then you can move on to the next person nice. <laughs> as a thing. So it's, it is a way to legitimately have the record of the execution of a uh, giveaway. Now, if you're a brand or somebody 
you know, talk to your legal team about rules and all that kind of stuff and abbreviated rules and things like that, that you may need as well. Uh, but all the pieces are then in place. You can also use it for surprise and delight. So surprise and delight is really cool because what that means is it's a giveaway, but no one knows it was, there was a giveaway going on. So you might be asking your fans, Hey, who should my next guest be? And then there, you know, everyone's saying, Oh, it should be, you know, Jeff. And then the other person said Dave, and then and they're arguing who, it's, if it should be you or me. And then you could just randomly pick one of those people. And it's a little legitimate way to do it versus right. Just saying that guy, you're right. That person, you can do that and give something away, you know, could be something on your Patreon or, or whatever it might be. You can get creative with what your giveaways are. Well, the other thing I was just thinking, you mentioned the live aspect of this is especially if you're selling something, you know, if you want to do a, you know, now for the next 30 minutes for three easy payments, just hashtag, I want it now. And we can then send them a link to a product, correct? Yeah. And here's the other cool thing is like, if you speak, like a lot of us podcasters speak, right? Right. So with Stampede Social, we generate a QR code for you that you can just grab. And that will, if someone scans that QR code, it'll open up your DM, your Instagram DM. So I set up, like when I'm at PodFest, I'll set up something and I'll say, hashtag slides. I set that up. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of my speech, I put that QR code up and I say, DM me hashtag slides. And then let's say there's 50 people in the audience and 10 of them do it. Then they'll get the DM for, you know, from me with a link to my presentation. But here's the extra cool part is of the 50 people in the audience and the 10 that did that, I know exactly which 10 did it. And so if I'm selling something, I could follow up with it. So in general, so generally I've made a lead list from the audience. It's because I've turned those anonymous folks into known folks because they've engaged with me on Instagram DM and they're in the report that you can get from Stampede Social as well. Because if you think of it the other way, where, well, Jeff, I have a QR code. It just goes to my webpage. That's great. And if 50 people in that audience do it and X number point their phone at your QR code and it opens up one of 50 browser tabs during that conference that they'll never go back to. And, you know, then, and then the only way you ever know if someone actually visited if there's an action to complete, meaning like a form to fill out and hit submit, you can live in whatever world you want to live in, but like you have no idea what happened or how successful you might've been. If I'm only going to get 10 people and I know who those 10 people are, I can work those 10 people, you know? So it's kind of putting you in a position of really kind of understanding and being able to connect with the people who show interest in what you're talking about, what you're selling or anything like that. Yeah, very cool. Because otherwise you're like, well, uh, we got X amount of percentage of people. I have no idea who they are and I have no way of following up with them. So very interesting. I know Instagram's tied into Facebook and Facebook, you know, somewhere in there is an email address. I'm assuming you don't get their email address or do you? No, no. Yeah, no, I'm going to say that's very that seems, limited. Yeah, like that. Now we're, now we're gone past the creepy stage. Now I can openly spam you and that's not going to be fun. So years ago, we probably could have, but with the whole Cambridge Analytica, there's definitely rules and privacy rules in place. So we do know, we, we know basically what is publicly 
available. We know you're at, but you can get that just by looking at the, you know, the public version as well. Uh, we're just collecting it for you in a database. I will, I will give another use case for a podcaster, Yeah, which is, um, you know, we all do these, you know, host read ads and stuff like that. Right. So in our 30 minute, 45 minute, 60 minute thing, we'll at some point they'll hear our voice go, go to betterhelp.com slash classic 50. Yeah. <laughs> and so our fans are expected to remember URLs amidst all of the other information and content that we're throwing at them. Right. So you could, in theory, use Stampede Social and set up a campaign called hashtag better help. And then when you're on air, say, hey, go to my DM, go to my Instagram, DM me hashtag better help, and I'll send you a link to my promo code. And so just like from on stage, I've now converted anyone who does that because one, it's a lot easier to remember and is that the, I've converted uh, anonymous listeners into known listeners because they've now actually engaged with me in a meaningful way. And the extra bonus is we all know this with our host red ads. We have absolutely no idea how many clicks or anything are sent yeah. over there this way you because those links are automated and I know, like I said earlier, like if you click on it, I know if you clicked on it, I know I have an idea. Like I know for sure I sent 25 clicks to my, to my better help page. And so it kind of gives you a little bit of power back. And what's other also cool about it though, is, and it's cause it's win win for the podcaster. I believe to promote that stuff off, you know, through their social power as well. Right. right? Because, Let's face it, the host, they, they don't care if the actual sale came from the podcast. Listen, they just want to know that that host is converting sales for them. And then it's a benefit to the host because they'll re-up for me, right? And so this is a way that you can track and know if something's working or not right away and know confidently, I sent 100 links, I 100 clicks to that, that thing, how many people bought. Well, and the beauty of that is you can then also put that into your, you know, your one sheet for sponsors. They're like, well, we're thinking about sponsoring your show and go, look here, this is proof of my engaged audience, you know, X amount of percentage of people and things like that. That's a lot of information, which is great. And I know you've got a pretty robust reporting section on the back end. Is there anything we haven't mentioned yet in terms of reporting that uh, is in the back end? Well, I will say that it's not the sexiest thing. It's, I mean, for some people, the reporting and the data is sexy. It is very, very awesome. But I will say that one of the cool things about Stampede Social is myself being a creator, a podcaster myself, is building an enterprise-level tool to give creators access to things that normally you'd have to spend a lot, a lot of money a month to have access to. So one of the full things that you get with Stampede Social is the stats for all your Instagram posts. And so you can download that and you can see all your impressions and all the, all the stats to kind of really analyze how you're doing. Like I said, I know that doesn't sound sexy, but knowing how certain things perform and being able to then replicate the things that do work versus the things that don't work uh, is really, really valuable information to have at your fingertips. And this makes it real easy. We can connect you with your TikTok stats as well. <laughs> That's a little bonus, but um, it collects all the comments 
from your all your posts, reels, and live events. So you can, and we're building AI tools all the time to help kind of analyze those. As a matter of fact, on the post level or real level, R-E-E-L, there's a post comment analysis tool that uses AI too. So if you're having a conversation about a particular thing, it'll analyze and give you a report on those comments so that you can kind of get ideas and sentiments and, and ideas for future content based on conversations that you're having online. So ways to kind of really leverage that. But it also tells you who your top fans are. There's like a top five that we show and then you can download the whole report. It shows you how your auto DM campaigns are doing. You can do user generated content uh, tracking as well. And it shows you kind of your popular posts just so you can have a pulse on that. And then we, I talked about the competitive AI competitive reports that you can do as well. Yeah. Uh, I work for Libsyn. We've worked with Facebook and that is not always a party. Uh, they like to change things a lot and just kind of hork their, their technology. How are you going to stop from waking up one day and sorry guys, stampede social doesn't work anymore. Well, sometimes that does happen and then we have to wait for them to fix things, but it's not just, it's not just us that would be broken. <laughs> but yeah. is, is there anything uh, no. you can do against that? I guess, I guess not. Cause it's, it's a big giant company. When they turn left, you're, everybody's going left. The good news is that Stampede Social, I mean, it's, it's a fair question they ask it's, uh, is it's built on meta tech. So it's built on meta APIs. Meta has a very strict process that they put you through in terms of features and how things are built. So these are things that they want the developer community to build. The why Instagram, this was originally built on Twitter. And uh, I know we joke, you joked about it, but the when Elon took over and changed the whole API structure of how that worked, it's a little in the weeds, but it went from $0 to $42,000 a month. They wow. became a little cost prohibitive. Just a um, little. Just Jeez. a little. But the reason we focused on Instagram and built an entire suite for Instagram is Instagram, while one of the top three platforms, has the most gaps in it, especially when it comes to creators for being such a creator-focused platform. So meaning like there is no good way to get content to your fans unless you send them to link in bio which is an insane process. If you think about that, if you're, if you're on your post and you go, Hey, you want to listen to episode 16, go to my link in bio. You're asking them to leave that post. You're asking them to go to your profile, click on the link in your profile. And then maybe you have a structured link tree or, you know, and the other people have web pages that look like their Instagram. So then you got to find that post <laughs> that you were on already. So, I mean, you're like, five, six, seven clicks away from your content at this point, it's a horrible experience for your fans. And I think the they say it's less than 1% of people that will actually ever do that. But don't get me wrong. You can put a link in the bio, so don't leave it empty. You can have right. something there. I'm just saying don't send them there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> don't, you know, when you can create an experience, a white glove experience for them, at the post level while they're there, why not do that? And I'll tell you, we have over, the stats that we see are generally over 100% click-through rate, right? Uh, some people click it more than once, some people don't, but you know, so, but you know how that, how stats work. But yeah. like, 
but generally because of the intimate relationship that they ask for it and it's in their DM, there's a tremendously high click-through rate. Same as like earlier when I mentioned when you're at a conference, it's in your DM, you know where it is. Think about all the things you save. I always joke, I could retire on the knowledge of content that I have saved on LinkedIn if only I could find it. <laughs> yeah. And so, that's it, you know, it, <laughs> and you know, so that's, that's kind of what is so Instagram, you know, the post level giveaways everyone does, but it's, it's impossible to manage and measure those because you can't get to the data user generated content. It's impossible to do anything, but put it in motion. And it's hard to like track that. And so that all of those things, we set out to fix and make accessible and cost-effective for creators. So as I look at your pricing page, I see where, you know, you can start off with the creator plan for $25 a month. And I see you have five automated DM campaigns there. So if I set up, you know, hashtag 16, hashtag 17, 18, 19, and 20, what happens when I get to the sixth DM campaign? Does the first one quit working or do I get prompted to upgrade or how's that work? Likely you'll want to upgrade to a, a larger plan. And the, the idea with Instagram as well is that a lot of times, you know, your posts have a few days of activity to them. So what you can do is you can archive one of the automated campaigns you have set up and then you just replace it with a, a new fresh one. And then you kind of just, Keep doing that. Keep doing that. That makes sense. Yeah. And you monitor the same thing, I guess. I see here on the creator plan, you monitor the last 10 posts, but I, that does make sense. Cause after a while, like who's looking at your post from, you know, a month and a half ago. Right. And those are just the ones that you can, and, and people can do it. You can still use, use the, uh, the app and do, you know, do some things there as well as things come in, you know, if somebody does respond to a real old post, just go in and, you know, connect with them in a different way. But, uh, but this helps you kind of really stay on top of things as they're happening in the moment and uh, go from there. Well, I know as someone who works with a company that makes software, it's always interesting seeing what people do that you go, Oh, I, I never seen anybody use it like that. Do you have any kind of, example of that or you set it up to do this and somebody came out and did something super creative that like wow i never saw people using it that way have you seen anything like that i think because instagram live was like going live wasn't something that i did a lot i knew it were, but they did open my eyes to the to the power of instagram live and being able to really kind of uh leverage that What's interesting is when you give somebody something and they go, well, I wish it also kind of did this. And th those are like a lot of the great feedbacks, like some of the reporting and stuff. They're like, ah, it's great that you give us the Instagram at handle, but could you put, make it the full URL? So then when I download the report, I just have to click on it and I can go right to their profile. You know, like little things like that. Sometimes a little in the nuances or, you know, we're about to roll out a whole new, kind of UI for the campaign page just to kind of streamline it, put a little, make it more autonomous and user-friendly based on the feedback that we get. So a lot of it is just 
a lot of it with a product, which I know, you know, cause like you said, is like, is when you think, oh, this makes perfect sense. And then they come in and go, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> and so, or it does to one person and it doesn't to another. Right. Right. And, and so it's kind of fine tuning those things to try to really, you know, make it universally, uh, run by itself basically. Yeah, absolutely. As a thank you for having me on, I would love to offer everyone listening a promo code. So you can go to stampede.social, pick whichever plan you'd like and get a discount so you can enjoy more for less. Is that right? <laughs> That's the last time I did the math. It is more for yeah. less. That is correct. Yeah. So Dave 30, Dave 30 will give you 30% off any one of the plans. Beautiful. Forever. Yeah. And then you can start with any plan you want. Once you apply the code, if later you want to upgrade, it'll still upgrade. It'll care. It'll keep that coupon. So you'll still get there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. My friend, I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you. So thank you. And, and before you run away, uh, you did, you did hint that you have a podcast. So what is your podcast? Is it still going or has stampede social just taken over your life? But if it is still going, what is it and where can we find it? Oh, it's going. How do you quit? You can't quit. If you, I think if you don't quit, if you, you can't don't quit, quit by seven episodes, you're in it. You just, you're, you're not quitting. You're not quitting. Nah. Um, <laughs> it's called classic conversations. Uh, it is a, uh, deep dive into pop culture nostalgia. I interview TV, film celebrities and comedians. So usually a lot of them, I should say, are from shows that I watched when I was a kid. And you know it's time for this. Welcome to Because of My Podcast, where we spotlight the results people are achieving because of their podcast. So like Love Boat, your Love Boat fan, I had Isaac, Gopher, and Doc on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Happy Days fan, I had Mrs. C, Potsy, and Ralph Mouth. You know, I had um, Penny from Lost in Space. I had Kato Kalin. I had Carol Baskin from Tiger King. You know how everyone's like, <laughs> nice. Timmy's in the well? I had Timmy on my podcast, uh, John Provost. You know, so it's uh, a lot of... Uh, well, and right now, you could probably get Henry Winkler because he's got a book out. Henry Winkler evades me. I have been rejected more times by Henry <laughs> Winkler in the nicest way possible by his people. Of course. Uh, but uh, yes, I would love to. And I know, that's what kills me. I had Will Wheaton on, Nicholas Hammond, the original Spider-Man. I love having a lot of the original superheroes you know like uh yeah i had john wesley ship he was a flash from the 80s you know that kind of stuff so yeah. nice and where can we find that at you can go to jeffisfunny.com and that will take you there you can yeah. go to classic-conversations.com as well uh either one gets you to the same place but. awesome well everybody thanks again for uh jeff for for coming on the show everybody go over to stampede.social and uh, use the code Dave30. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Super nice guy. And this does take things a step further. For example, I have now been, when I start a presentation, I'll be like, how many people have no idea who I am? You've never heard my show, et cetera, et cetera. And it's always nice to see a bunch of hands go up as much as it somewhat crushes your ego. It really doesn't for me because this means... I'm growing my audience. I'm getting my content in front of people who don't know me, but should. 
And so I've been doing a lot of tracking with this thing called Switchy. And again, I'll have links to that out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 988, as, as well as links to the Stampede Social with that coupon code. The difference is I can see how much traffic is coming from a presentation or from a lead magnet or from Pinterest or Twitter or whatever I'm doing. The difference here is Stampede Social lets me know not only how many, but who. So it's a layer deeper so that if you see that somebody, you know, signed up for a PDF that you're giving away or something like that, and then maybe you want them to do something else, you know, buy your products or services or whatever it is, you can now follow up with that person and go, hey, I see you're not in the membership area yet. Is there something you were looking for? That's the big difference here. So it really is taking the connection to one higher level. And of course, this is all opt-in. So there's no shenanigans going on here. So I think it's pretty cool. And I am not a huge Instagram person, but I am after listening to this, I'm like, maybe I should be because that's some really powerful information. The School of Podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought I'd share a little marketing insights. If you are a regular listener to the show, you probably heard where I was giving away a Samson Q2U and the end results of that was I had, you had to basically sign up for my email list and there are other ways you could retweet and you could do this and that and you got points and the more points you got, the more chances you had to win. I used a thing called King Sumo for that and I ended up getting 44 entrants and I ran it through a tool called MailCheck that kind of checks for spammy emails. And what I somewhat noticed was I had a large amount of people from Russia. Now, there's nothing wrong with Russians. The interesting thing was I looked at my stats for January in Libsyn, and I had five listeners from Russia. And yet, I'm going to say an easy 10 to 20% of the people that signed up for the giveaway were from Russia. And I was like, hmm. So I'm wondering if there's something with King Sumo that somehow via bots or whatever, they see those giveaways and instantly sign up. Now I had 44 people. Again, I ran it through this thing called MailCheck and 38 of those were valid. I don't know how, what the criteria is, but there were some, they're like, yeah, that's just spam. And so uh, that microphone goes for about $75, and that means I spent basically $2 per email. And is that a good deal? Is it a bad deal? It's about average. If you talk to Gary Arntz coming up in the future, we've talked to him, and he basically tries to get new subscribers. And if you can get one for 2 bucks, you're doing pretty good. It's usually somewhere between 2 and $4. And that only makes sense if you're making money with your podcast. And so in my case, obviously, I promote my membership site. And if I get one person to sign up from those, you know, 38 people, that's going to pay for that campaign. So I probably will be doing more giveaways in the future. I just need to kind of sniff around King Sumo a bit because I am having a problem. I thought I could just order from Amazon and go. The shipping address is Russia. And I need, I might just end up sending him money and go here, go buy yourself one. Because Russian addresses are way different than American addresses, and things are getting a little confusing when I went to do that. If you have any insights on that, I would love to uh, hear it. But uh, thanks to everyone 
who signed up for the giveaway. And yeah, there'll probably be more in the future. The School of Podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard me mention Podcasting 2.0 in the past. And what was kind of weird was there was no central home for Podcasting 2.0. And now there is, thanks to James Gridland from Pod News and Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast and the Future of Podcasting. If you go to podcasting, the number two dot org, see what they did there? See 2.0, 2.org. I think that's pretty cute. And this is hot off the presses. So there'll be more coming, but it kind of explains like, what's the big deal about this? And it really just explains, I use the analogy. If you bought a car in 1957, you got four tires, you got a steering wheel, a brake, a gas, and that was about it. And then over the years, they're like, what if we add you know, a heater? What if we add air conditioning? What if we add a radio? And they took a car and made it better. And that's really what Podcasting 2.0 is about. They have a list there of apps. And then, so if somebody said, hey, Google Podcast is going away. I'm on an Android phone. What should I use right now? I would say Podcast Attic. Uh, It's been around forever and it is an Android app. It also kind of works on the web. And it does that value streaming thing. And if you're new to this, this is where people, you basically buy these things called Satoshis. And we're going to use the analogy of the fairground token, courtesy of James Cridlin. So you buy these token because technically it's Bitcoin, but that makes people scared. And the more you like a show, the more you can give them. And the longer they listen, the more you make. And Podcast Attic is set up to do that. There are other ones, Podcast Guru, Fountain, True Fans is really, it's a web app, which means it's a website, but you can load it on your phone. So if you're new to podcasting and you're looking for an app, I think right now I like Podcast Attic for the Android. I haven't played with Podcast Guru yet. The nice thing about that is it's Android and iOS, and it even works on a Mac. Uh, but I'm right now using Castomatic, and it is iOS only, so it only works on iPhones. But if you're interested in podcasting 2.0, they do. It's kind of, they're trying to break it down. And I was kind of laughing because there's a button there that says podcast namespace. And when you click on it, if you've ever wanted to hand code part of your feed, like right now, Libsyn and full disclosure, I work there. If you go into our old interface at 4.libsyn.com, there is a spot where it says extra RSS in your episode and in your show. And you could put this code. Now be careful because you can also break stuff when you do that. So make sure there's no extra commas or things like that. But it goes into like, for instance, pod roll is a way that you can recommend other shows. And so if your media host doesn't offer this, then send a note to support and go, Hey, I want to add a pod roll and I don't know how to do it. And I don't feel like coding. And we just heard where Apple is adopting transcripts. And the really exciting thing is they're using the podcasting 2.0 tag, meaning the actual technology that this group is putting together to make podcasting better. So I would say it's not quite ready for Aunt Cheryl, but if you're kind of techie, and I don't mean any disrespect to Aunt Cheryl, but I consider myself Aunt Cheryl in some cases, and I don't want to have to learn Python or JSON or any other on that they got out there. And so I'm hoping all media hosts will start to adopt these features. They're not going to adopt all of them because there are a ton of features. But if you want to dig more into it, this website will be updated as it uh, continues to evolve. 
but you can find it again at podcasting to the number two dot org. The School of Podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you know somebody who's really into Instagram and they have a podcast, could you do me a favor? You go to your phone. There's kind of a share button there, typically in the upper right-hand corner, and share that with them and go, hey, you might like this. Your friend's going to think you're cool because you found this cool tool, and I get to grow my audience. So it's a win-win. And one last thing I wanted to mention here, you heard about the question of the month. My friend Rick over at RenewedMindsets.com says, I just received a a nice message through the contact form on my website from someone who heard my answer to the question of the month saying he loved my response and it made him think about what he should be focusing on this year. I think that's cool. And I have another name on my email list. So if you haven't answered the question of the month, it does give you, that's why I always say, please say the name of your show and your website clearly, because I want to link to your website. It's my way of saying thanks for sharing your opinion. Again, that's over at schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. And I'm breaking my own rule. I've given you about 27 calls to action already. So I'll give you one last one. And that's schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener. If you're looking to plan, launch, grow, monetize your show with unlimited one-on-one consulting with me, that's the only place to go. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. course back then you got you know four tires a weeble a weeble what is a weeble a weeble well if you're <laughs> if you're over 40 you know they wobble but they don't fall down hey i just want to say thanks to everyone who wished me a happy birthday i have gone one more time around the sun and this last one is my last time in the 50s i'm getting old and i'm just here to tell you that whole thing about the years go by quicker, the older you get. Yeah, that's not a lie. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast, uh, the best time to start was back in 2004. The next best time is, well, now. <laughs>